Welcome to Burned Out Much, the podcast that teaches you how to manage your stress, overcome burnout, and kick major booty in work that you absolutely adore, all with way less hustle and stress. And now, here's your host, burnout expert, unabashed dog mom, and professional life coach, Stacy Mitchell. Hello, everybody. I am so, so glad to be back and be hosting this super special first guest interview with one of my past clients, Christiana George. I know we've had a little bit of a break, and you know what? I wanted this to be a very special episode and the very first guest interview I did, and then, of course, wanted to invite Christiana. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. She is a wellness coach, and she is amazing, but I'm going to let her tell you all about herself before we get into it. Awesome. Thanks, Stacy. Hi, everyone. My name is Christiana, and I am a wellness coach, and I'm also a past client of Stacy's. and I'm so honored and delighted to be here chatting with you today, Stacy. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited. So long story short, I, I can't remember the dates exactly. I'm very terrible about this, but in 2019, Christiana and I worked together, and she was in a marketing role and she wasn't super happy in that role. Mm. And she really wanted to jump into to wellness coaching. And she had a side hustle and it was pretty, um, pretty successful at that point. She was being asked to do some, some workshops and some things um, that were really exciting, but also it was a lot of work. Like she was trying mm. to do a lot. So it's one of the reasons I wanted to invite her was this journey of knowing what she wanted to do, but not knowing like how to get there and really trusting mm. the process. And I'd love to know as we're starting into your burnout story, like what did it specifically look like for you? Mm, yeah, I I can't believe it was over a year ago since since we started working together and I am so happy that we connected. Um my burnout was it was a it was a cycle. It was I was on that hamster wheel for honestly a long portion of my life and it felt like I was sleepwalking through my days and I just felt that I was in a fog. I wasn't seeing things clearly. I'd have friends asking me, what did you do? You know, that past like two weeks, two weeks ago. And I had to ask myself, what did I do? I honestly had, I felt like I was just going through the motions and it was affecting my mental and emotional and physical state. And, um, it was not a fun place to be. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Yeah. That going through the motions is the worst where it's like, I'm not even living my life. Like nothing is fun anymore. Terrible. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And how did you come to find wellness coaching within all of this this burnout situation that you were going through? Mm, so I started to see that I needed to take care of myself. That was it. I I would say it was probably it. Burnout really hit me in the winter of 2017, where I had this wake up call to, I need to get off the hamster wheel. There has to be more to life, like you mentioned. And I thought I was doing it all well. I was exercising. I was eating well. I was taking care of what I thought was the prescribed way to take care of yourself. And um, But at the same time, I just kept 
putting work above my well-being and just burning the candle on both ends. And so I spent um, around seven plus years in the tech industry and I knew that there was something else for me. I just felt it in my bones, but I didn't know what it was. And so I actually, on in that winter in, of 2017, I was going in for a repeat surgery because I had neglected my health and I couldn't work out. I had all this free time and I was thinking to myself, okay, what can I do now? I need to live my life another way. And that really led me into finding mindfulness and meditation. And so I went on my own whole health wellness journey. And through that, I became more awake, more in tune with my needs, what I needed and what actually made me come alive. And that's really what I followed. I followed this tug that I saw in myself this shift that was happening, but I also saw the need around me and people needing and wanting to take better care of themselves. And I said, I want to help you, but I don't know how. <laughs> mm, yeah. And and honestly, I feel like coaching and I met in the middle, we almost like found one another um, because I, I wasn't really searching for it, but I knew I wanted something else. So I just kept following this passion of wellness and helping others. And um, one thing led to another, and that led me to pursue a certification. And here I am today. <laughs> it's amazing. And I know you make it sound so easy, right? Here mm. I am today. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. There was a, I like rushed through that one. There was definitely... <laughs> If only it were that easy. But I love the idea of following like the little like nudges that you get. I like to call them like the breadcrumbs of your life, right? So mm. it's like you get a tiny little taste of something and you're like, I really like that. And I'm just going to keep going that direction and just see what, what it brings me. And it sounds like you just sort of trusted that that was the right thing to do for you. Yes. Yes. I love how you said that the breadcrumbs it, I was, I was in tune with the breadcrumbs and I felt it in my body. It was just this sense of, okay, this is it. And, and granted there was a lot leading up to that and doing a lot of self-discovery, turning inward and seeing, well, what am I good at? What do I naturally do well at? And what do I have fun with? And I, that's what I loved working with you. You like the element of fun because it felt the whole process on my end felt heavy and it didn't have to be. And that's what I loved working with you, Stacey, because it allowed me to see what was possible through that, through the shift of, of slowly leaving, um, the, the tech world that I was in, in that role that I was in there into wellness. Yeah. 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 The, it's funny how we make things heavy when they don't need to be, isn't it? Like, it's like, why am I making this harder than it needs to be? But it can be fun. And I love that you found found some of that in our coaching. Yeah. I want to know, because I think so many people are going to want to know this. And we really haven't even talked about it yet. But I think people are going to be like on the edge of their seats wanting to know. <laughs> so you left your job, you know, mm -hmm. to do wellness coaching. And, and you really, to me, it was like this trust muscle that you had just flexed. And we're like, I'm going to trust and I'm going to take the leap. And I just want to know, like, how did you know that it was the right time for you? Whew. Yes. Oh, that I like get chills kind of going back to that, that point in time and, and our conversations and everything leading up to it. I, I, I had, I was in the balance. I, I knew 
but I also didn't know. There was this element of I'm stepping into the unknown, but through the work that so I would almost call it a balance, a balance of planning and preparing and decreasing the limiting beliefs, shifting out of the fear zone and entering into what's possible. And so that really was, that allowed me to get into the right headspace to make that shift. And it's not something that I'm used to doing. I would not call myself someone who you know, takes leaps, that takes risks, that I, that's adventurous. I've been naturally someone who is, likes to play by the rules, follow the instructions, go, you know, A to B to C. And what I loved about working with you so much was that, you know, there's especially coach to coach too. Um, I was able to do some self-coaching, but there's, I felt like there's only so much you can do on your own. And it really helped like when we were working together to help break down the, the fears that I did have, the worst case scenarios. I remember you asking me, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? And then what's the best thing that could happen? And that really, really stood out to me because I, I really believe that through that process, it helped me loosen the grip and the fear that I had over shifting and leaving this marketing world and stepping into the unknown. And I, I honestly, I would not be here today <laughs> coaching as a wellness coach if I didn't work with you. Like I honestly, I, I don't, I may eventually have gotten here, but I wouldn't be where I'm at now. And it would have taken me a lot longer and I may still have some of those fears. So. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> I love hearing that, but also I'm like, that was all you. <laughs> the best part about being a coach is like, oh no, you did all the work. <laughs> You had to face the fears, but I, yeah, I do know what you mean. And I think having somebody hold up sort of a mirror to you to ask questions where it's like, oh, because I have it happen to myself too with my coaches. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, why am I building this worst case scenario path for myself mm -hmm. when it's just as easy to build the best case scenario path for myself in my head? None, neither of those are real. Mm -hmm. So why not choose the one I want to be real? Mm -hmm. But it's funny mm -hmm. how we always choose the worst case. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. So I, I know you said like worst case scenario, that was a hard one. What fears specifically came up for you when you were making this decision? Mm, there were a bunch of fears, a bunch of them. I had a whole list of them. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it definitely wasn't an overnight overnight shift working on those. But I would say that I had a fear of failure, definitely imposter syndrome. My identity was in business and marketing. And my identity, I didn't feel my belief system. I did not feel that I was a coach at that time. And others were, you know, I'll run out of money if I leave this job and I leave the security or it won't work out. I, you know, it, it just, it won't be what I was hoping and expecting it to be. So yeah, there were a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I think all totally normal fears. I mean, if you've listened to some of my podcasts, I am not a person that's like, just quit your job. It'll mm -hmm. be fine. Because <laughs> there are legitimate risks involved, right? right. Um, but you had done 
so much work up to that point. And actually, I am surprised by your response of feeling like you weren't a coach because I remember even when we first started working together, I'm like, she's doing workshops for companies. Like I wasn't doing that, right? (laughs) I'm like, she's pretty legit. (laughs) So it's just funny how in our heads we like make these lies up about ourselves, right? Yeah. That make it harder. Yeah. Oh, you bring up such a, you know, I, I almost forget about that that time because I really, I did not identify, even though I was, I was doing it at that time. And I was, I was doing it alongside this marketing role. And I, I just didn't, it didn't sink into my heart yet, which is just so crazy to, to, to say, but it's, it's something that I feel like I met with even even now, having been doing more more workshops and coaching and one on doing one on ones and everything like that, I feel like that imposter voice can be very very loud. And silencing it is really where where freedom comes into play. And yeah, so it definitely was inside of me. <laughs> yeah, the the shift in identity, and I even think like from employee to suddenly like I'm an entrepreneur can be it it can be a little bit you know, you're just not ready for it at the time, right? You're like, oh, wait, suddenly I'm creating my own identity and I'm sort of getting the, um, and I, I hate this, but I think we all sort of do this. I'm getting this new identity built up by, by the things that I'm doing, which is not mm-hmm. always great. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think when we learn to build our identity from like, no, I just believe that this is who I am. And the belief actually is what helps us become the person. But I think it's an interesting shift because many times we just take it at face value. Like I am, so like in my full-time job, I am an associate director of operations, mm. right? Mm-hmm. It's, so, mm-hmm. it's so easy because it's handed to me on a platter and like it's on all of my business cards and my emails, but right. that's not really who I am. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, I think the identity shift is a huge one, a huge, huge one. Totally, totally. Yes, absolutely. And and I'd also say too with your previous question in terms of like how did I know? How did I how did I do this? Because it didn't it wasn't just, you know, this, you know, I'm waking up, okay, it's time now. There was definitely a balance of planning and I harnessed all of those the the qualities that could have been used against me, I used them for me. So if I need to plan, okay, what do I need to do to feel comfortable and safe and secure making this shift? And I and I knew that I needed to give it 100%. And in order for me to do that, I had to set myself up. And so there was that combination of the mindset work, the identity work alongside okay, I'm not going to, I mean, I call it crazy faith, but I'm not going to be just crazy. I'm going <laughs> to... Right. <laughs> like I have an actual plan and some savings and some like ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And you know, and I'm and I'm in it now. I, I would say so. I'm about seven months past this point in time that that we've been talking about, and so I still have to wrestle with some of these fears, but they've been silenced enough where I'm able to catch them quickly and continue to say, you know what? Look at what is happening because of this decision that you made. And that's really what drives me so much to being, you know, where, where I'm at now. That is truly inspirational because it just, for anyone out there that's like, maybe this is the time for me, or I've been thinking about this for a while to think of, okay, you've quit your job in seven months in the future. You're thinking I couldn't have done what I've done if I hadn't have made this decision. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that's just powerful. 
Mm, yeah. And I, you know, what's so surprising to me is that my dad actually had mentioned it to me, which he, I, I mean, I, I come from a family of you, you work hard. Um, you go down this path. They wanted me to be successful. They wanted me to pursue business. They wanted me to get, they wanted me to be a lawyer actually. And I was like, do you know who I am? Like, I can't, I cannot, <laughs> I don't like so conflict. Funny. Um, but he had mentioned to me, he's like, you, you wouldn't have known until you tried it. And that really to come from him was just was just like brought my heart so much warmth. But to see that and see that in front of me and to say, you know what, you're right. I, I wouldn't have known if I didn't do this. And I'm so grateful to have been able to just continue down this path. It's amazing. And I think the idea I always I can't even think of what the quote is, but something like you're you're gonna regret the things that you didn't do, not the things that you did. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I think that's so true. And I at least from my perspective, I think I don't want to look back and think the only thing that kept me from from doing this thing I really wanted to do is fear. There wasn't anything else mm. that kept me from doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. want that to happen to me. And I feel like you were in this spot where it's like, I am not going to be that person that looks back and regrets like not doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I felt, and I definitely feel that there was that part of me, and I'm sure this, this may resonate with, with some of your listeners where they want to pursue their passion, but they're in their, their nine to five and, or, you know, wherever they're at in this moment and they're, they want to leave. And I so, so felt that tug. And there were so many days when I said, I just want to quit right now. And I really just, I'm ready. But I also had to step back and see, well, this, there's a reason why I'm still here. And this is, preparing me. So what can I learn? What can I, how can I grow in this season that I'm in? And it's obviously a lot easier to say that now, um, looking back, but it it really is. But I do know now that I'm so glad that I stayed and I set my future self up for success by waiting. Yeah. Yeah. With the plan, right? Yeah. It's like sometimes the right thing to do is not to quit, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I talk about Mm -hmm. that a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, The idea of like, don't quit because you think it's going to solve everything. Because let's just say that you would have been like, I'm quitting. You didn't make the plan. You didn't build the belief. My guess is you probably would have been like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to get a new job. Yeah. (laughs) And you would have like just scrambled and got a new job. Yeah. And that's not what you wanted to do. Right. So I think sometimes the best thing you can do is just build the belief, make a plan and like wait it out a little bit until that belief is there. And until it's more about pursuing the thing that you're so excited about and less about, I have to get out of this job. Mm-hmm. That's not the best place to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't want that to be the driving force of wh- what I was stepping into. And yeah, that was, gosh, it's been such an amazing journey though. I'm so grateful for it all. <laughs> I loved seeing the, you know, it's weird to, to work with clients and just see this shift over time because, you know, you have a session and then you have a little bit of time and you would grow in between sessions and then you'd come back and I'd be like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> and it was all that self-coaching, I think, that you were doing too. It's it's very powerful to see the shifts that people go through. Yeah, And I do remember like when you had sort of made this decision, like this is what I'm going to do. I was so fired up for you. It was just, <laughs> those are the best moments in coaching where you're like, we're going to do the thing. (laughs) Yes. And it was so, so helpful to, I felt like I had you in my corner and I say that in the, the most 
genuine, kind way because I needed to have you in my corner. <laughs> I yeah. felt like, and 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 it was like this this wonderful balance of you were challenging me in the direction I wanted to go in, but also like it was like a challenging champion in the best way possible. And I just remember telling you, okay, this is where I'm at now. What do you think I should do? And like, we would, we would workshop it out and it was just so, uh, so encouraging. And I just felt, I felt supported. And that I think is so important as this shift happens for, for anyone and any shift that you want to make in following your passion is to have that support because it's, it is scary. It is a scary place, you know, and, and it's it's much easier when you have people who can <laughs> cheer you on and champion you throughout throughout that process. Absolutely. And I think entrepreneurship is one of these things where it's like, yes, like you can do it. But it's also a very lonely place, especially if you've been an employee all of your life mm-hmm. and you don't know very many people who have been entrepreneurs. It's like, it's just, it can be very lonely and it can feel like I have a couple of clients now that I'm doing business mentoring with, but many times they'll be like, I think people think that I'm sort of losing my mind. Like, mm. <laughs> you know, it's like this belief I have and how much I want it and how I'm going to make it happen. And so I do think what you said is just so important. Like you need someone in your corner. Um, mm-hmm that's your champion and your supporter and who is not making you think that you've lost your mind. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And a third party perspective to, and having that coach and, in um, that's like a shameless plug for, for coaches in general, but it's so helpful to have someone there that's for you, that's helping you and challenging you. And because, I mean, if I went to a friend or a family member, they, they have some stake in the game. They, I mean, they, they have the best intentions, but they also have their fears that they can place in you. And if, you know, you're not creating those healthy boundaries, then you can start to relate and connect with them more instead of saying, wait, wait a minute. No, what do I want? What do I need? And how can I get after this goal that I want to (laughs) have? Absolutely. And, you know, really, I think, and you can, you can tell me if, if I'm wrong, but I think when you build a certain level of belief, it becomes this, almost like the shield from the people Mm. who are like, this isn't going to work, or are you sure? And all the doubters, it's like, oh, no, I mean, you might still have that little bit of fear in you, but you're also like, no, this is the right thing. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's just that's like the best kind of power where it's like, yeah, yeah, there's, I still have fear, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, and it's, it becomes less of less weight. There's less weight of it. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Totally. So I'm curious out of all of the things, what would you say was the hardest part about leaving? Hmm. I would say it's hard to, it's hard to pick you know, one. <laughs> you need to, you need to give a couple. I'm not going <laughs> to take points off. <laughs> I mean, you can, you could choose which we could choose one if you'd like, but, um, out of, out of the options, because it, it was, it was hard. It was a really hard decision, but I feel like the hard thing is sometimes the, is usually the right thing to do. Um, and I've been learning a lot about that in all facets of my life, but, the hardest thing, I would say that there's two. One was the unknown, which I know we've talked about. We don't know. But if but if 2020 has taught us anything, I mean, we don't have control over the future as as 
it's not, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. Um, and anything can happen. So there's that, but, and even as the shift was happening and I keep saying shift because it really was a whole, I felt like my whole world did shift, but I thought that I had security and stability by having a consistent paycheck, having that safety in my job. And this year really has taught that there's not a hundred percent safety anywhere. And that's not to, that's not to be like, ah, oh, be scared. Like that's not a, <laughs> a warning label at all, but it's more of this like, oh, you know what? Maybe my safety and security doesn't need to be there. Yes, we need, we have bills. Yes, we have things to pay for. But at the same time, it, it didn't hold as much weight. And I said, I can find another job. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, and you helped me with that a lot too. You know, if worst case scenario, if coaching doesn't work out, I can step it back into marketing and continue to do that while I, you know, f- continue to follow my passion and see where else that may lay. Absolutely. Yeah. Having options. Yeah. I think so many times we go to like worst case and we're like, well, I will end up not having any money. I'll be on the streets, which is Mm -hmm. (laughs) for so many people, like that's not the case. Now, of course, I'm not trying to say that would never be the case for anybody, but for so many people, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, I think it's interesting. Like you say the unknown in 2020 and remind me again, I was doing the math in my head. (laughs) It's like, when did you leave? Oh my gosh. When did COVID start? Stacey, it was... It was as if I really, really made the right decision. So just to share some of the details of that time, because I think that there's just, oh, I, I, I really felt like the stars were aligning. Everything was supposed to be happening. I, so I had said I was leaving. I made the plan and I said, okay, from two months from now, I'm going to leave. And I felt this peace wash over me when I, when I had said that and I have definitely been building my faith and I felt like that was really becoming my solid rock and foundation. And so I felt this peace and as I was preparing for that and not knowing, so that was in January of this year, not knowing what was about to happen. So I said, in two months, I'm going to leave. I'm not sure about the date yet. We'll see. So leading up to that, preparing, getting things ready, going through that whole you know process of the transition. And then I finally decided to set a date and I had a few corporate workshops lined up. I was going to be in person with people. And um, this was before we heard anything about COVID. And then I decided to set my date for, I believe it was March 17th. And three days prior, my the office that I was working at said, we're going to be shutting down because of COVID. Everyone's working from home. This is what's going to be happening for at least the next two months. And I was just thinking to myself, oh my goodness, wow, like what is happening right now? So it happened at the same time, really, our, you know, the US shut down. And I had that moment of everything I had lined up was in person. And now we can't meet in person. What am I going to do? But I still had this piece about it. And it was almost this night and day shift where the um, company I was working with doing contract work with as, as a coach, they said, well, what can you do virtually? And that's when it all opened up. So it's kind of been this, a blessing in the fact that as I've stepped into like my, I would say my niche is, is in the burnout area like yourself and stress management and really working through creating that lifestyle self-care. And that became such a need this year, oh, yeah. you know? So it really just started to line itself up and 
Yeah. So it happened right as the world was shifting. And I said, well, everyone's stepping into the unknown with me. (laughs) Right. I still remember being like, I wonder how she's doing. Yeah. (laughs) Because wow, the timing, the timing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was such a blessing, right? Such yeah. a blessing. It was such it was such a, a blessing in uh, the silver lining in all of it. And because of what's been happening, I've been able to now connect with people across the US. And that has been I wouldn't have been able to do that if if I didn't, you know, make that take the step, if things didn't pan out the way they were supposed to. But I also I leaned in to being open and curious as much as possible. So yeah. So important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Not just saying like, I know what the right answer is, which I think we all tend to do, but saying like, I'm going to see, I'm going to feel things out. I'm going to allow things to happen. Yes. Which I know is so hard for so many of us. I mm-hmm. think most of us struggle with that. How, like, how exactly is it going to happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love when we just allow it, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I just, I'm so in awe of you right now, by the way. I'm like, yeah, I, I can't imagine the, okay, <laughs> I did, I, I'm going to go ahead and bring myself up even though I hate to do it. I did the exact opposite response. You know, I had put in my notice in January <laughs> and then I was like, uh-uh, when all of this happened, I was like, yeah, this isn't the right time. And it actually turned out to be 100% the right decision. Oh, that's um, so But good. it's funny how sometimes you just know, like, and I love that you just knew and there was a piece and I just knew like right now it's not right. Like I felt so yeah. much anxiety about it mm-hmm. um, that I knew it wasn't the right thing at, the, mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. But it's just so funny. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. And I, especially because to see to have both of us do a similar take a make a similar choice and yeah. then go in two different directions but also land we're still we've landed and I mean I, I wouldn't say we've landed because it's an ongoing journey but we're both content we're both in that place where we still feel right about it and content as in not being complacent but knowing that like you said it you feel it you feel grounded you feel like it was the right thing to do and and also being comfortable with that anxiety and saying okay yeah no I don't want that's not okay I'm not going to be in a good place if I'm in that space in anxiety and so I just like to see that the difference in in how you know there's there's many different ways to get to the place that you want to get to Absolutely. And sometimes it's not the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I can't remember if I've told you this or not. I may have texted it to you. I put in my notice. Actually, my team just found out today. Oh my <laughs> so gosh. I, my last day is in January. And I just think it's funny because I'm like, this is exactly how it was supposed to happen. You know, like mm. looking back, you're like, this is exactly what what was supposed to happen. But I remember you know, going back and be like, never mind, I don't want to leave. That there was this moment of like, I know this is the right decision, but also I'm a little sad, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it worked out perfect, perfect. Wow. So it was a that's year. A, yeah, it's a year. <laughs> a year. And you know what? That's that's so interesting that you bring that up. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank that's you. That's exciting. I Because I didn't mention it earlier, but one of the things when we were working together, my goal was to be a full-time wellness coach by the end of 2019. And 
that didn't happen. So I had to let go of that date. And here we are at the end, coming to the end of 2020. And I am a full-time wellness coach. And at the same time, I am also knowing how through this process, I've also known how important safety and security and stability is to me and how I actually, so, and I don't, and I haven't told you this too, but I'm in the process. (laughs) I'm, I'm still, I'm getting more one-on-one clients, which is awesome. I got to, you know, do a, a live guided gratitude meditation yesterday virtually, which was incredible. I, I mean, I, honestly, it's for me to say that and, and get paid for it. It's just like, what? This is, inc- this is something I journaled about five years ago and I manifested and I prayed about and all of these things. And, um, and at the same time, I, I've, I've been able to identify more of what I want. And for me, I use this, this time to say, do I want to step into it full-time on my own or do I want to be doing this, but, but within an organization and that, and I've, I have decided that I want to be part of an organization right now. Like that's the next best thing for me. And so I'm in that process. I'm in the process, but also still being a coach and navigating that life. So I'm I'm able to have both of them right now. And as I'm, you know, stepping back in and hopefully finding a new job soon. (laughs) That's amazing. And I know, yeah, I think, I think it's important that people, you know, keep their eyes open. So there are great organizations out there and you don't have to be an entrepreneur to do work that you really love and care about. Like there are lots of options out there and you're right. For some people, it's really scary. (laughs) I mean, there's no, there's no getting around it. Like Mm -hmm. the security aspect and even just the structure, right? So when you think of a larger organization, like having some of that structure and some of the support mm-hmm. um, really makes such a difference. Mm-hmm. And even uh, to me, I'm thinking about support and I'm like the support piece to me, I could see being really, really important too. So for some like entrepreneurship is not everything it's always cracked up to be. There's a lot of hard pieces to it mm-hmm. and having a job is like a really great thing. And yeah. I think sometimes we forget that, <laughs> you yes. know? Yeah. I'm so glad you ha- you highlight. I want to highlight what you said. You said that you don't have to be an entrepreneur to do what you're passionate about. Like that's, yeah. that is something that I hope resonates with your listeners too, because yes, you can do that and that's possible, but you also can find what you love within an organization. And so it's, it's really, um, it's yeah, there's, you can, you can have it both. You can have it in both places. Exactly. The mm. world is your oyster. As I like to say, <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a career coach tell me that when I was like 21 and I remember being like, okay, cause you know, when you're like about to graduate college and you should feel young, but you feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. Uh, yes. But she was probably like 50 and she's like, listen, you could do anything. Well, I think it's funny. Cause like, <laughs> Any of us could do anything at any moment, technically. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I sort of love to remind people like, oh, no, you're not stuck. Like you could do anything in the world. You've just created a story that you can't. <laughs> Same mm-hmm. thing for getting a job that you really love, like it is possible. Yes, yes, it is. And it's it's the story we tell ourselves. It's it really where where we're going and which which challenge do we would we rather have? or which obstacle or which, you know, which one would we rather have? And sometimes it's, it's 
there's, I, I do believe that there's no wrong decision. It's what you do with what you decided and the choice that you made. Absolutely. You know? I love that. So yeah. No wrong decisions. <laughs> and from every decision, I just think of how much you learn and that's why mm. there's no wrong decision. It's like you, you live, you learn, you move on and you know, that's just kind of the beauty of life. Like you you learn from everything that you do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's so true. So true. And also when you say, when you say yes to your passion, it opens up the door for so much more. It's like you then become elevated. And I feel like I may be going on a tangent here, but I, I, I just felt like I should say that because that's, it's you're saying to the world, okay, here I am. This is what I'm doing and people need it and people want it and they're receptive to that. And then that just grows. And if you trust that process and trust, it's a muscle, it's such a muscle. I know you talk about this, like it's, it's, it's a muscle that has to be strengthened, but it's possible. It's possible to go down that path and elevate and use your strengths, use your gifts and use your talents for good. That's incredible. I love it. Yeah. It does. There is something to be said for just being like, this is what I want to do in the world and being open about it. And it's funny how, as you said, like everything just sort of opens up for you and you do that. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. every people love that they're drawn to it and they're like, we want to work with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell yeah. me more about this. Yeah. Yes. I love and, that. Yeah. And I'm saying this also not like pie in the sky sort of, you know, oh, that's awesome. That's great. It's like, I have been living that out this year. So I think it's also helpful to hear the real, that it's real. There is reality in that. And because I had said yes, so many other doors started to open and people were then connecting me, referring me to their offices to say, can you lead a mindfulness workshop for us? Can you put together a gratitude series? And I am just like, what? This is amazing. Yes. So it's, you know, I, I, I do want to say that because I've heard so many stories before about like, go after your dreams, you know, like and and all this motivational, positive talk, which is, I love it and I believe in it and all of it, but it is helpful to hear what, what's happening with, with these stories and, and even in hearing your story too, and just watching the growth you've experienced and to be one of your clients, it's just been honestly, it was supposed to happen for me to connect with you and at the perfect time. And I, I, like, I would not have made, I would not have made this leap and this crazy leap of faith. (laughs) In 2020. Yeah. In 2020, I would not have done that. And, um, I just like, it's honestly such a testament to just like the space that you created in our sessions and, and the care even outside of the sessions. Like I felt like I could, reach you. And it just like, it was even like, I just knew you were there and having, having you there and helping me see what's possible and opening up and just like all of the things. And, and I just remember even in a sit, I sit with it now too. I wanted to add this piece, but I said, you know, I want to, I really want to be able to work with ease. That's I, this burnout cycle is it's ingrained. I feel like if you've experienced it, it's like it, you really got to dig deep. I mean, I know you, you talk a lot about that and you're like, well, what does working with ease look like? What does that, 
what does it look like for you? And how can you work with ease? And I really am constantly thinking about that and what I'm doing, even though I'm doing what I love, you can still, it can still be, it's still work at the end of the day. So it's, it's, how can I work with ease? How can I have fun with it? And how can I bring that in? So, um, I feel like I went on a tangent with that one, but um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And you actually bring up something really good when we talk about passion. It's like, just because you're doing work that you're passionate about does not mean that you'll never burn out again. Like you said, it's still work and Mm -hmm. it's so easy to get really hooked on the results and how much you can accomplish and the achievement. Mm -hmm. And if you are an entrepreneur, the numbers, which it's like, you know, (laughs) it's really easy to get hooked into all of that. Yeah. And I love that you brought up these questions that I think people can ask themselves too. Like what would working with ease look like for you and how Mm -hmm. could you do that? Mm -hmm. Because I think we just don't ask that question of ourselves enough. We just think like, how can I reach my goals? Well, that's not always the most fun thing. (laughs) That's that's typically how we end up burning out too. Because it's like goal after goal after goal, but that's not necessarily the the ingredient for a really good life and a burnout proof life too. That's true. And it's so future oriented. It's so focused on what hasn't happened yet versus where you are now and and the journey towards it and leaning into that journey process. And it's something I've had to work on myself too. I, I feel like you and I can resonate with that in terms of the accomplishments and tying your worth to your work and loosening that identity um, more so that you can find more peace and find more contentment and joy and fun in what you are doing. Absolutely. Like, how can I actually enjoy this moment instead of always looking ahead to the next thing? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I love that. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love it. <laughs> well, this has been amazing. I have two more questions for you. So this is sort of one of my wrap up questions and I'll ask one more thing of you, but what advice would you give your 20 year old self? Mm. Well, I am I will say, just to preface, I'm approaching 30, so it would probably be around 10 years ago. Looking back to my 10, you know, 10 years ago, so I'm not too, I'm not too far off of my. <laughs> I'm still in my 20s. <laughs> However, um, I do feel like a, a, you know another a person since then. I would say, don't be so hard on yourself, and don't rush, because. Gosh, and I have to say this to myself too now, but the the hurriness of of the culture that we live in, it can blur your vision. And you know, we've touched on it too, but I when I was thinking about this question too, it's it's not to rush into the next phase, to just be and knowing that the struggles that I was experiencing then that they all had purpose and they all had meaning. So to just recognize that and and be okay with it and not be so hard on yourself. I love all of that. And the not mm-hmm. rushing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's, a, I think it's Alabama. They have a song that's like, I'm in a hurry to get things done. You, do you know that song? Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> it's so silly. It's a country song. Ooh, I'm not, I, love country. I almost started <laughs> to sing it. And then I was like, I'm not going to sing it. But uh, one of my coaches was like, uh, you're like this song. Cause I do it to myself, myself still too. Like, and my coach will point out like, Hey, wait a minute. Like you are trying to get to the next thing without even sitting and enjoying the moment that you're in. And she brought up this song. I'll have to link to it in the Ooh, listen notes. Yes, <laughs> so funny. Do. I want to know. <laughs> the 90s, 
this is how you know I grew up in Texas, but <laughs> it's a good one. I love that. Anyway, no, I, I love that. I, I love the not rushing and not being so hard on yourself. I think all of us need that regardless of whether we're 20 or we're like 60, mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. all need that. So yeah, love it. Yeah. My next question for you is like, I want you to tell everybody what you do. I know you kind of refer to it a little bit, but not in detail. I'd love to know what you do, where people can find you, all of the things. All of the things. <laughs> yes. Get connected. I'm an open door here. Um, so yes, I am a wellness coach and that is pretty broad. So what I do focus on is helping my clients create behavior change so that they can create long lasting habits when it comes to creating self-care as a lifestyle. And when I say that it's, it's approaching your life so that you don't burn out and you can create rhythms of rest and renewal and be more in control and more empowered with your time, really giving you that time that you need to to nourish yourself. And so that's what I do with my clients. I offer one-on-one coaching sessions and um, also do small group coaching and corporate workshops, so doing a lot of workplace wellness. So how can you live well while you're working, especially virtually now that I know a lot of people are doing that. Um, that's what I've been, I've been focusing on. And yeah, so any, any of the stress management, if you're stressed, burned out, I can help. And if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram at wellness with Christiana, also on my website at wellnesswithchristiana.com and feel free to follow. And I just, you know, I like to share just some tips and encouragement of just how to approach life with greater ease, greater peace and greater calm. I love all of it. <laughs> and of course, you know, I support getting one-on-one um, and group coaching and all the workshops. And I keep seeing all the amazing workshops you're doing, especially around like that virtual work from home burnout, which I, is so prevalent right now. So please go find her at Wellness with Christiana. I think she's just sharing so much good stuff. And I'd love to have you connect with her and of course with me, but and send us messages. If you have questions afterwards, we'd love to keep in touch with, with the listeners. And otherwise, Christiana, I just want to thank you so much. I know that your story is going to really resonate with so many people and I can't wait, you know, to, to hear what people have to say about it. Yes. Thank you so much, Stacey, for having me on here. And it was such a delight to chat with you. It's so good to hear your voice. And I'm just, I so grateful, so grateful to be able to do this with you. Well, thank you. I I know that everyone's going to love it. If you love this podcast and want more, you have to check out Stacey's Burned Out Much Facebook community, where she shares more tips, training, and free coaching opportunities. Learn more over at stacymitchell.com slash group. And don't forget to review, subscribe, and share with a friend.